chainsaws, legal drama, and Mass Effect? This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of November 11th, 2022. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news fast. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. Gears of War is coming to the big screen, or at least the size of the screen in your living room. Netflix announced this week that it had acquired the rights to adapt Microsoft's Gears of War franchise into a feature film. Following the film release, Netflix will also produce an adult animated series to continue the story with future projects pending the reception of the two. The announcement coincides with the 16th anniversary of the series, first launched on November 7, 2006. A film based on the series has been in the works for almost as long as the series has existed, with New Line Cinema originally attached before the rights fell to Universal Studios in the mid-2010s and now Netflix. No director or other staff has been announced for the project, including original series creator Cliff Blazinski. In his preferred casting, Blazinski says on Twitter that he would want Dave Bautista or Carl Urban to portray series protagonist Marcus Phoenix, with Ryan Reynolds playing other main character Damon Baird. Finally, Blazinski also says, quote, Oh, and keep Chris Pratt away from the Gears franchise, please. Mick Gordon, the composer for Doom Eternal, has been labeled incompetent and hard to work with by the game's producer Marty Stratton. This week, more than two years since the release of the game, Gordon has spoken out, alleging Stratton has lied and offered him a six-figure gag payment. Instead, Gordon released a 14,000-word medium post outlining his truth. In it, Gordon describes working on the score similar to Doom itself, a nightmarish experience with significant stretches of work with no pay, including crunching for 18- to 20-hour days in order to meet id Software's deadline. After the soundtrack was delayed and released in a less-than-quality state, and talks of remedying the situation passed, Stratton instead placed all blame on Gordon for its poor quality in a lengthy post on the Doom subreddit. Gordon then claims he got lawyers involved in order to be paid wages he was owed for his work, alongside asking Stratton to publicly retract his statement. Lawyers representing Stratton countered, saying he would not retract his statement, but if Gordon publicly took the blame for the poor soundtrack and produced a new one, he would be paid the money he was owed. Following a counter on his end, the team representing Stratton then changed their tone to blaming Gordon and silence him from speaking any further about his involvement with Doom and the original soundtrack backlash for a sum in the millions of dollars. Instead of taking their deal, Mick instead released his statement this week in defense. The entire post is available on his Medium page, with a summary included on Mick Gordon's Twitter. A series of revelations in the ongoing Disco Elysium legal drama all dropped this week. In a Medium post, ousted founders Robert Gurvich and Alexander Rostov claimed fraud, alleging investors at Tutreke Au acquired the studio using money from the sales of Disco Elysium rather than their own. In the wake of the studio being sued by Gurvich, Zaum, now claims that he was fired due to misconduct. In a statement to GameIndustry.biz, the studio says, quote, The rumor that our decision to terminate the contracts of these individuals was taken for financial gain is entirely unfounded and does not in any way reflect the facts. 
It was a decision that had to be taken for the well-being of the collective. The studio says it is not at liberty to fully disclose evidence due to the legal proceedings, but elaborated on Kurovich's misconduct, including fostering a toxic workplace and gender discrimination. Nintendo hosted a new Indie World Showcase this week, showing off new indie games coming to the Nintendo Switch in the coming months. First shown was Venba, a narrative take on Cooking Mama, telling the story of one Indian mother's struggles with immigrating to Canada and reconnecting with her heritage, all through cooking many South Indian dishes. Venba is set to launch sometime next spring. Goodbye World is a pixel narrative game about making games while playing different kinds of games inside of the game, launching later this November. A Space for the Unbound, a supernatural slice-of-life adventure in 1990s Indonesia, previously caught up in legal issues with its publisher, now has a release date of January 19th, 2023. Rogue Legacy 2, sequel to the early roguelite sensation, is now available on Switch, alongside organizing puzzler A Little to the Left. Finally, sports RPG adventure Sports Story is launching in December. The full showcase is available on the Nintendo YouTube channel. And now for a message from our sponsor. Following a troubled launch last fall, Battlefield 2042 is changing in its third season. At the start of Season 3 for the shooter, the game will launch on Xbox Game Pass and for EA Play subscribers, letting them play the game at no extra cost as part of their subscription. The update will also add back in the fan-requested Class System, revamping the existing Specialist System in-game to better define and delineate the different characters. This is on top of map changes and other quality-of-life updates to the game. The updates come after Battlefield 2042 failed to meet financial expectations for publisher Electronic Arts, but that has not stopped them from further investing into the franchise, instead opening up entire new studios focused on creating narrative content for the game, such as the new Ridgeline Games, based in Seattle. The Project Cars franchise has been cancelled. Electronic Arts made the announcement this week that they would stop further development and investment for this franchise. This includes canceling the previously upcoming Project Cars 4 and then the other Project Cars games. EA previously acquired publisher Codemasters in 2021, publisher of the Project Cars franchise following its Kickstarter success, among other successful racing franchises. With the acquisition also came Codemasters' many licenses, including exclusivity to F1 Racing and the World Rally Championship Series. The Project Cars franchise shifted from its simulation roots in its third entry, turning to a more arcade racing experience with the look of a simulation racer. With the cancellation, the fate of other Codemasters original franchises are in question, including Grid and Dirt, in the face of the upcoming EA original Need for Speed Unbound next month. Following their breakup with EA earlier this year, FIFA has announced their new slate of official Web 3.0 games. The first is AI League FIFA World Cup Cotter 2022 Edition, where players passively watch 4v4 AI soccer matches with, quote, player input at fun and tactical moments. Next is FIFA World Cup Cotter 2022 in the Upland Metaverse, an integration with the real-world Metaverse platform Upland, 
where players can purchase NFT plots of land and populate NFT properties with FIFA NFTs. Third is Match Day Challenge, FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 Edition, a quote, highly engaging casual social prediction game based on football cards, where the essence of the fun is derived not from getting it right, but by being the best among your friends. Lastly is FIFA World Cup 2022 on Figtol, spelled P-H-Y-G-T-L. Per the press release, quote, Figtil is a fan engagement mobile application that takes fandom into a new dimension. An immersive experience fans join forces on with the mission to co-create the global first fan-generated digital reward. Fans can augment a Golden Globe football from the palm of their hands into their real environment, owning a limited fragment of it to attach and eternalize their hand-picked FIFA World Cup pictures and video moments, a digital representation of eternal fandom. All of these games will be available at some point in and around the upcoming World Cup. Finally this week, the annual celebration of the Mass Effect franchise and 7-Day started off the week with a new look at the next Mass Effect game. Rather than just an image this year, BioWare released a moving image, a video, with the first look at a new mass relay being constructed in the atmosphere above an unknown planet. The relay is labeled MR7, seemingly the 7th, of a new batch of relays following their destruction in the ending of Mass Effect 3. The video is also labeled as footage from 11-7-2190, only four years after the conclusion to the original trilogy. Audio can also be heard of Doctor and Shadow Broker Liara Tassoni speaking to an unknown audience saying, Exactly. The council will be furious, although they should know by now not to underestimate human defiance. Hinting, at the Galactic Council still existing after the events of Mass Effect 3, and humans still rebelling against their galactic norms. The next Mass Effect is still a long ways away as Bioware continues their work on the next Dragon Age game, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. Looking forward to next week, alien road trip adventure Somerville launches on PC and Xbox on November 15th, alongside painterly 16th century RPG Pentiment. On November 16th, Battle Royale sequel Call of Duty Warzone 2.0 launches on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. On November 17th, Absurdist Sandbox sequel Goat Simulator 3 launches on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series X. Finally, on November 18th, the final entry in the Dark Pictures anthology, The Devil and Me launches on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, alongside the next major entry in the Pokemon franchise Pokemon Scarlet and Violet on Nintendo Switch. Outside of video games, the nominees for the 2022 Game Awards will be revealed on Monday, November 14th, followed by the opening of fan voting for the award categories. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. While the platform might not be around much longer, until then, you can follow the official show Twitter at 
8bitsgg. That is at the number 8bitsgg. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That's at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. But otherwise, that's really it. So once again, thank you for listening and have a good rest of your week. And now time for some bloopers from that clip from earlier. Fans can augment a golden globe <laughs> with the mission to co-create the global nude. <laughs>